0: Hello, and welcome back to the British Royal Fanatic Podcast. I'm Hayden, your American friend with a passion for British Royal history. Before we get into today's episode, if you enjoy spending time with me, you can head on over to the official British Royal Fanatic Podcast Twitter page at fanatic royal. There I post more updates about the British Royal family that happen in real time, and I try to interact with all of you as best I can. As well, if you have any other suggestions for future episodes or want to let me know how I'm doing, you can, of course, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you are listening. Or you can email me at BritishRoyalFanPod at gmail.com. A lot has been happening with the royal family this past week and a half. Uh, Some good news, some scary news, and some sad news. And it warrants talking about and mentioning and just kind of getting everybody up to speed about what's happening in the royal family right now. The happiest news is that Princess Eugenie and Jack Brooksbank have officially released the name of their newborn son. The little royal baby is named August Philip Hawk Brooksbank. It is a combination of family names on both sides, both from the Brooksbank family and from the royal family. Buckingham Palace, along with Princess Eugenie herself, released the official statement on social media on Saturday. Now, where does this uh, little infant son fall into the line of succession? Well, it is still a royal child, and it does still fall into the line of succession. So currently, Princess Eugenie is 10th in line to the throne. And little August will actually be eleventh, displacing the Earl of uh, the Earl of Wessex, the Princess Royal, and their children respectively. However, everything will change again later this year when the Duchess of Sussex has her child and that new royal child, whatever the sex of the child may be, will be eighth in line to the throne. And that will displace not only the Duke of York, but uh, Princess Beatrice, Princess Eugenie, little August. Everybody will move down a peg with this this new little addition to the royal family. And that is the happy news. We do wish little August well wishes. It looks like everybody's happy and healthy. And that is all we can ask for right now, given the state of the world and how the pandemic is still going on. So best wishes. Well wishes to them. That is the happy news. The concerning news, kind of scary, is that the Duke of Edinburgh is still in the hospital. Prince Philip was admitted to King Edward VII's hospital uh, on Tuesday last week, and it was first a precautionary measure. He just reported that he wasn't feeling well, and that is all the palace is letting us know is that he wasn't feeling well. And he's been there ever since. Now, what do we know? We know it's not COVID related, but that's that's all we know. Of course, given the fact that he's due to turn 100 in June, it's not surprising that health issues would come up. He's lived a very long, very active life, and at this point, things will come up. So it's good that they're taking precautions at him reporting that he doesn't feel well, but we do hope that Prince Philip is healthy, stays healthy. On Saturday, Prince Charles did visit him at the hospital. He stayed for around a half hour, and then he went back to Highgrove. That is all we know. We know that the Duke of Edinburgh is not, not feeling well, Prince Charles visited him. We don't know what it is, but we know that it isn't COVID related. We hope that he does bounce back so he can enjoy his centenary celebrations, but we don't know and they seem to be taking every precaution imaginable. Now, on to the news that's on everybody's mind. So, we are still coming off of the news of prince harry and Meghan announcing that they are expecting a new child and that they're having this big tell-all interview with oprah that is said to be released publicly on march 23rd it's a cbs special well we now have another update late last week it was officially announced through buckingham palace and through a statement made by the duke and duchess of sussex that they are not returning to royal work, and they are officially done being active royals. What does being an active royal mean? Well being an active royal means that you are working on behalf of the queen, or whomever is sovereign, you are working in place of them, you are representing them, and you are representing the interests of the country, you're representing Great Britain the United Kingdom, but the big thing is you're working for the crown. You're working for the monarchy, and that usually falls into going on tours to see areas of the Commonwealth, various charities and uh, causes that they are patron, attending certain uh, state dinners and ambassador dinners, talking with heads of state, and above all, again, just doing work for the monarchy. They tried just after they got married, and it didn't work out for them. That type of public service did not work for them. And conflicts ensued, as we all saw in the media, and they left. Now, there was a trial period that gave them a year when they officially left, early 2020, that was going to set up to be sure that they were you know, financially independent, see where things are going, but also, if they wanted to come back, they could. Well, that's not happening. They are still members of the royal family. They're just no longer working. Prince Harry and little Archie and the little Sussex baby will still be in the line of succession but that's it they will they are not over in England anymore they have officially established themselves here in the United States and personally I saw the writing on the wall once they announced their Spotify podcast and the deal with them and their deal with Netflix in in my mind that was the the fate was sealed they weren't coming back, and they've achieved being financially independent. Now, there's a lot of gossip going around and a lot of fun interpretations, but one thing to make note of is the Duke and Duchess themselves in their statement seem to refute what the Queen said. The Queen made it clear that she was sad that they couldn't come to an agreement and that, you know, she's sad that they're leaving public service, but they made it clear in their statement that public service is universal and they sort of bashed the queen a little bit but it further distanced that the queen doesn't speak for them anymore they're not active royals anymore they don't have to they're not representing her as much as they would if they were active but they did lose a lot so what did they in fact lose well they still get to retain their titles being the duke and duchess of sussex and the other courtesy ones for the earldom and the barondom they still get to retain as well as their style they still get to keep it so while they still have their royal highness style uh, styles the agreement reached is that they would no longer use them So they still have them, but they cannot use them except for formal occasions, such as an official state dinner or a coronation where it's a very formal ceremony event. There they will be used. But other than that, no, they do not have permission to use. And that's a way to distance themselves from the House of Windsor. But they actually lost a lot in terms of public service so they lost a lot of causes that they were patron of that have then been given back to the queen and they will be redistributed to various royals or the causes will just find someone else uh prince harry did lose several honorary military titles including captain general of the royal marines and commander-in-chief uh the small ships and diving in the royal navy he lost all those which he sources close to prince harry have made it known that he is a little bit upset about that he is sad that he did get to lose those and the duchess loses her all of her appointments including being patron of the national theater the national theater has already come out on record saying they are in the process of finding a new patron but they don't know who it is who knows if it will stay within the royal family or someone else will fill in the task. Of course, they are, they are still members of the royal family, but again, they're not active anymore. But more news is coming out about this Oprah interview, this big tell all Oprah interview with CBS. Now, from what sources I've been seeing, it appears to be more skewed to the Duchess. It seems to be more about the Duchess of Sussex rather than a joint. Prince Harry will be joining in the interview, but it is mainly Oprah and Meghan talking. Subjects include life as a royal, their marriage, motherhood, and her life in this public eye and in this public pressure. Now, it has wrapped, apparently... Late on February 18th, the interview happened, and it has since wrapped. There was a lot of speculation on where on are they getting paid or not? That's a that was a big thing, whether they're, they're getting paid or not. And sources for both Oprah and for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have come out on record saying they are not getting paid. And there aren't any donations to charities that they are sponsoring. They aren't getting paid at all. It is purely a courtesy interview. Harry apparently comes in to later to talk about how he has adjusted to life in the United States and their future hopes and dreams with their family and future plans for the royal couple, but that is all we know. It apparently is going live on March 7th instead of March 23rd. I don't know where I got the March 23rd date. But it'll be a big event. They are comparing it to that of the Panorama interview that Princess Diana did in 1995. Now, situations seem to be different. I know with Princess Diana, there was a lot of baiting by the BBC in order to get her to do it. They kind of intimidated her. This seems to be done on on their own free will. Now, one thing I do want to talk about briefly is... The Duchess has been a lot of has been a target for a lot of unwarranted press. She's been really hounded and attacked by the media, especially in England and over here in America. And that is one of the topics that they are going to be talking about in the interview. They are they are going to be talking about uh, the Markle family and how that's going. And they will also be talking about the instance where a newspaper published a letter and they won that lawsuit. So there's going to be a lot happening in this interview, but dear listeners, I'm I'm apprehensive about this interview. To talk about my own personal opinion, I'm apprehensive about it. I personally was very excited when Meghan joined the royal family. I was very excited about this new generation, and we all were very hopeful, but of course things didn't turn out that way. There's been stories on either side about the rift between Prince William and Prince Harry, and both the Duchess of Cambridge and the Duchess of Sussex not getting along, and it seems like there was a lot of conflict within the family, but we don't know exactly what is truth and what is conjecture. But I was really excited, I was sad to see them go, because I was very hopeful for what this would do to the royal family it would help usher them in into a new modern age sort of like opening the windows after a home has been sealed for all of winter you get that fresh air in and it really changes the room i was personally really excited but i am not them i do not know what pressure they truly live under i've read read things about a certain royals in their experience but again i am not them i am merely a historian and a fan, and this is where the this is what I like to study. So who knows how this interview will be. Of course I will be reporting back, but those are (laughs) the big stories that have been happening this week. There's been a lot of news with the royal family between Princess Eugenie giving birth, the Duchess of Sussex announcing she's pregnant again, and it wasn't a miscarriage this time it is a successful pregnancy. We wish her well. The Duke of Edinburgh being in the hospital, the name of princess eugenie's little son and then this interview and the duke and duchess of sussex officially leaving royal life compared to what we've been getting in the past few months that's a lot so expect future episodes like this of news updates for the royal family let me know if this these are things that you like if you want me to cover more topics in the future in terms of news and updates you can find me on anchor spotify google podcast and apple podcast as well you can email me you can find me on twitter let me know how i'm doing so i can improve it for all of you rate review subscribe and share have a have a great rest of your day and i will see you in the next one